T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, here's Wiggy, Gresh, and Keith on WEEI. It is a WEEI football Sunday, but no Wiggy today. No Wiggy? Wiggy was in, uh, did you see the mascot fight? I did see the mascot fight. He must not have been far from that, right? I wouldn't think so. I saw on Instagram, he was uh, in the stands there, and I... If he was on that side of the field, he might have saw a good mascot fight. You don't see as many good mascot fights as we should. That was a slugfest. That was a haymaker. Arizona, the- Arizona State. So you have a, uh, a sun devil and a wildcat. And they were just trading blows there for a little bit. The Sun Devil was throwing Sun real Devil heavy was punches playing for keeps. <laughs> I, respect, I respect the hell out of him there. Well, listen, that's a rivalry game. Oh. Who cares if it's Thanksgiving? <laughs> Combined wins four. Who cares? Not We're fighting. great teams, to be fair. Uh, yeah, they are in the rebuilding process, both of them. But the mascot showed fight, literally. So I, I will take that. Have that you good. seen the great fight between the Rhodey Ram and the St. Joe's Hawk from the yes. 90s? Yes. That's a great yeah. one. I was there for that one. And the, the Rhodey Ram... Like, chase the hawk mad, yeah. into, because it wasn't even in the Ryan Center then. That was in Keeney Gym, okay. which is 4,000 people, and it's right on top of you. It's so, where Rhode Island plays their volleyball games okay. now. And uh, they're right on top, and they had the floor seats up. And, oh, yeah, that St. That Joe's Hawk, do you know that guy gets a scholarship to do that? Yeah, I do know that. To and flap it, his freaking. He has to flap his wings the entire game, at though. At every event. At every event, he has to flap his wings the whole time. I don't I remember, know if it's worth it. I don't think it is. I debated this. I remember. We're in college finding out about this. I had a buddy from Philadelphia, and he's like, yeah, yeah, that guy gets a scholarship. I'm like, to be a mascot? He's like, yeah, he's going to flap his wigs the whole time. And he's sad. You ever see him? They, oh, they yeah. pan over the crowd. It's like, mm-hmm. up, down, up, down. Like, you can't tell if they're winning or losing. The guy just wants to put a bullet in his head. Meanwhile, when the guy takes that thing off, his arms, oh, he looks oh, like jacked. Hulk Hogan. The rest of him, he <laughs> looks Sweat like teeny weeny. Oh, yeah. God. He's in great shape. Yeah, no, that, but that guy you wouldn't want to fight because he has so much built-up aggression oh, from just flapping can, all day. No yeah. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and when that head pops off, like you can see the guy go crazy. Game on. Uh, so no Wiggy today. And uh, apparently Arizona and Arizona State, I guess the players came together in midfield before the game as well. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Five guys got ejected. Like, there was some, there was some real antagonism going on. What's that on. one for? All these, I love the college football. Uh, I just said that. They all have like a trophy. Like you have like Paul Bunyan's axe is between Minnesota and Wisconsin. The jeweled shillelagh was uh, Southern <laughs> Cal Notre Dame. I just know all these from playing NCAA football. But Arizona, Arizona State must play for something. Whatever like the state 
bird is or something in Arizona. So I just looked it up. It's called the uh, the duel in the desert, and I'm trying to oh, see the what they, the de- they probably play for like a cacti. Yeah, it is. Uh, ter- it's a part. They oh, this is terrible. No. They play for the territorial cup. No. Oh, so there's a cup though. There so is a cup. There is a cup. Yes, yes. There is there is a cup that goes with it. Not just pride. You also get a cup that you get to hold up at your student union. It looks like it would really be from <laughs> uh, nineteen century. <laughs> Tree, yeah, it uh, does. It, it's, you could put like a nice wine in there. Yeah, I was just going to say, it feels like the queen might terrible. have had something yeah. out of that on That's like a, a, a Halloween or, excuse me, on a holiday or something I like that. I say just give it to whoever won the mascot fight. Give the, give Arizona the, State won the, that the mascot Arizona fight. Arizona State gets it. Yep. And the dude with the bigger head took the tougher blows, the Arizona Wildcat, which yeah, was yeah. Uh, pretty amazing. More cushion. And if we had had Wiggy here, we would have had 10 minutes of breakdown on <laughs> yes, this, no sir. question. Uh, but it's a, it's a bit of an odd WEI football Sunday because the New England Patriots have already played a game, and they're going to play a game in a couple of days against the Buffalo Bills. Right. Uh, but I know, Keith, you weren't here on Friday, and let's unpack Patriots lose to Minnesota 33 to 26 in a in an odd game in so many ways because you had not just bad officiating, you had terrible officiating, mm-hmm. you had a touchdown taken off the board, you had a kick return for a touchdown, you had salty Bill Belichick afterwards. Uh where do you want to begin? Yeah. What, what's your initial thought coming out of that Thursday night game? My initial thought is where has this offense been? Like to <laughs> my my initial thought was it looks like one of those body switch movies where the Patriots offense swapped out with like a real NFL offense. Like they were passing the ball up and down the field, they were scoring points. Where's and- Lindsay Lohan when we need her? <laughs> Well, who'd have thought in a game with the the Patriots offense and then the Patriots defense, really, too, where Mac Jones and Kirk Cousins would both light it up and Ramondre Stevenson, really nothing. Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook, really nothing. And neither defense was really able to do much like. You know, Matt Judon didn't have the type of impact that I thought he was going to have. No pass rush at all no. from the Patriots defense. Which was just so wild. And again, week to week in the NFL, it's so hard to string things together. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so unpredictable. Because the way Minnesota played against Dallas two weeks ago, you thought Judon might have six sacks in the game. Like, they, <laughs> they don't have their left tackle who's really good. You know, like, they had no answers for Dallas the week before. And then this week, it was like both offensive lines played well. Both quarterbacks had time. And, you know, I mean, Justin Jefferson's a freak show. Like, that guy probably is the best receiver in the league. But the Patriots were dialing stuff up. Mac Jones had time. He looked as comfortable as maybe he's ever looked. Right. And he was dialing up to all different guys down the field. So they were keeping up. They scored enough points. Like, if you said the Patriots are going to score 26, you like, would have oh, thought wow, they would have won. Yeah. And then win the game. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those frustrating things where one week, the Patriots' offense is awful, and the defense and the special teams are great. And then four days later, the offense is really, really good, borderline great, and the special teams lets you down in a big way, and the defense was just kind of what what I think some of us feared was that they beat up on Sam Ellinger and Zach Wilson mm-hmm. and Jacoby Brissett and Jared Goff. Like they beat all these bad quarterbacks, and so it was sort of – what category do you put Kirk Cousins in? Like, do you, if you think Kirk Cousins is good, then this is going to be a tough game. If you think he's a bum and they're playing in prime time, then maybe they win. But uh, it ended up being a game that I think spoke pretty loudly about the defense and maybe being like, okay, these Bills games are going to be tougher, and maybe even you know the Cincinnati game and those offenses are going to be tougher. But uh, as a positive, like that Mac Jones's best game of the year by far, maybe his best game of his career. I know for the the defense. I wasn't as upset on the back end 
Like Jefferson what was at nine for one thirty nine and a score. And a couple of those were cont- like good coverage. That, yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, there yeah. were some contested plays. It was where did the defensive line go? They sack did a once, good job. Right, one sack on Kirk Cousins was, was and crazy. I think it was three quarterback hits where they really weren't getting around him at all. They weren't moving him off the spot, and that was the part that really I think caught a lot of people off guard. Yeah. was that you figured even if you're not getting to the guy, you'd be able to make it difficult on him and move him around. And nope, really neither D. Defensive line generated very much pass rush no. whatsoever, unless your left tackle on third down decided to cut a guy on well. third and nine, and that was that was an odd one there from an odd choice from Trent Brown. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was the that was the real disappointing part because if there's one thing that you thought the Patriots, you thought okay, there'll be some variance on the back end of the secondary mm-hmm. depending on who you play, but you figure all right, this pass rush is real, mm-hmm. and it was just nowhere to be found. And you mentioned uh, comfortableness from Mac, uh, the kick return touchdown. There are two things that stood out to me. Everybody is making a big deal about the Kyle Duggar being held. Hey, throw your hands in the air and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. To me, it's the I thought it was the very rare mistake from Matt Slater. When mm-hmm. Matthew Slater, who's got that outside contain, not only runs kind of across the face of the returner, but also runs deeper than he should. The very first guy yeah. to turn around and yeah. who was making the hustle play was Matt Slater because it felt like even though there was the hold, he kind of overran the play a little bit. And then contain was gone, and the next thing you know, it's going up. The well, I agree. It's funny you say that because Matt Slater. There's been a few times where these replays have shown. Because again, we're all watching punt or punt return. You're like, as you're long watching as the ball, yeah. And you're like, as long as there's not a big play, either way, you assume everybody did their job, right? right? But there's, we've seen a bunch of missed tackles this year from Slater, or you know, he gets down there, but then that guy is able to shake him off pretty quickly, and. I don't know. Not, that hasn't been his best year. And again, he's been doing it for so long that mm-hmm. it's probably time to you know pass the torch to Brandon Schooler, right? Like it's probably the next man oh, up. It to feels be like that. he's the next guy. Uh, I think it? I think he probably is. But yeah, that's the killer. And you know, as that play is unfolding, you're thinking, man, special teams the week before won him the game. Yeah. And now there's a chance that this may end up losing the game because kick return and punt return touchdowns just don't happen in the NFL in 2022. And yet, back to back weeks, we've seen it. Uh, and uh, after the game. Old Bill B. Oh, Hoodsworth God. had one of his uh, better answers when asked about the uh, kick return touchdown. What about it? How tough was that? Yeah. Yeah. Sends a really difference in the game. That's seven points that, you know, end up being bonus points in a game. Yep. And I'll All tell right. you what, the uh, penalty on Pierre Strong. That looked like an uncomfortable oh, yeah. conversation on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, and like, when what, Bill what are you walks doing? down to find you, you know it's over. Yeah, you give the team basically another possession is what you're doing there. Killed them. That Killed is a, them. that is devastating. Do you think that rule needs to be reexamined? Like they, I know you're trying to protect uh, the, the you're trying to protect the punter, but the kick was off. He. He did graze him. The guy acted like he got shot well, out of I, Section 330. Yeah, I mean, I'd be okay with the rule getting changed. I think the, all those kickers are, are like way too fragile. But at the same time, I always look at it sort of the risk-reward for those guys. It's almost like they're punting. Your defense did the job. Just get the ball back. And, oh, by the way, you have a pretty electric punt returner. Yeah. Maybe just return the punt. 
And I know a block punt can also be a big swing, but it's like I wonder what the the number of actual blocked punts are mm-hmm. versus roughing and running into the kicker. Like I wonder what the what the how that breakdown is. Yeah, I uh, again he hit him, and it, so did. you know yeah, they're yeah, gonna. Yeah. But it wasn't the most egregious no, thing in the world. Kill the guy, but like yeah, he, it, it extended the drive, and it line. ended up yeah. really biting the Patriots oh, yeah. in the ass. But when Belichick made the beeline down the sideline, did you see after the game with uh, Adam Thielen? Oh yeah. <laughs> Thielen just blew. I mean, he just blew right by. Didn't Thielen. even say a word to him. Just boom. and so people were showing. Man, when they played each other like four years ago, Thielen was yelling at him on the sideline because Belichick was like challenging or something. There was something going on, and Thielen started barking at Belichick, and Belichick told him to uh, STFU. And oh, he gave him the Derek Mason. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, Look yeah. At the scoreboard Mason. Yeah. Why'd you shut up and go play? But it was like <laughs> even more like more angry was, at Thielen and like uh, Kyle Van Noy had to like get in the way because Thielen was like walking towards Belichick and so people were suggesting like he must remember that because Thielen went to like give him like a hey good game coach. First of all, Bill after a loss doesn't really like anybody. Nope, he doesn't. Although he gave Kevin O'Connell a couple of seconds. He did. He, he gave Kevin. Yeah, yeah he did. He uh, because I but think Thielen, there's the hey, you did a good job kind of thing. But Thielen, if he could have stabbed him in the neck with a <laughs> knife, would've, he would have. He totally <laughs> he, uh, uh, the Hunter Henry catch no catch catch. Catch, I'm with you. Pretty easy. I thought right? so, too. And it's not a homer take. Like, it's a catch. No, no. Andy Hart told everyone yeah. that thinks it is not, a, that thinks that it is a catch, that it's a homer take. Oh, he thought it's not a catch. No, oh, was arguing it was up a and catch. down. Yeah. Now, then again, it's the NFL, so week to week, we what? still don't really know. You got the ref citing rules from, like, four years ago, which they've since been changed. Oh, the survive the ground. Yeah. Like, yep, dude, that, that was ain't a big it one. anymore. That's, that's gone. But. I thought his hand was underneath the entire time, and even though the ball moved, I think he had possession of it the entire time. Like I, I definitely thought it was a catch. So I know there's been some people who are quibbling about the throw, and that oh. it was a little. So I asked somebody, I asked a a quarterback coach yesterday. Okay, I said, "Did you see the Mac Jones throw?" He goes, "Yeah, I got no problem with it." And I said, "Why?" He goes, "Because you had a height mismatch, and it's Hunter Henry. Yeah, no, and if you throw the ball lower." It can get knocked down. You put it up to where because people were like, "Well, Henry caught it up here, and then he twisted and da da da." No, it was I, like I, that was the safe place to put the yeah, ball no, for him to, to him. go get it. No, and I just hope that they learn something because we were talking about this on uh, last Wednesday about all right, how the, the red zone offense is trash, the Minnesota red zone defense is trash, or so something's got to give. And like, where do you turn? What do you do? And like Hunter Henry, like we've been screaming for Hunter Henry. The guy had nine touchdowns last year, all from inside the twenty yard line. He could still be a mismatch. Like, you kind of forget. Like, they spent big money on him. He could be a a productive tight end, and they finally did it. And so he should have had two touchdowns. You give him the one. Yeah, I thought he got jobbed on that one. He did. I think he did, too. And again, when they say the ball touched the ground, his hand was underneath of it, and there's the quibbling of the the whole, well, it moved whenever he secured it. Well, to me, A, that's going to happen, and B, if that is the case, then mark him short. If you don't want to give him the touchdown, oh. then mark him, then but mark him yeah. short. But, but I, then to me, it was also, a score. Like all this stuff with like possession and everything, there was like, oh, you got to have like a football move. Well, sometimes the football move requires you to move the ball, but it's not like he was bobbling it. <laughs> right. Like it was just the way it smashed into the ground. But his hand was underneath it the whole time. Mm-hmm. And everybody on Twitter is like, well, you can see, like, the ball hit the floor. Like, no, it didn't. It didn't. Saw so every angle of that a thousand times. It didn't hit the ground. And so that was weird. And then people are showing, like, there was a Travis Kelsey play from earlier. Oh, I tweeted that, that was right much away. worse. And it, it, like, banged on the ground and flipped around and it was and the all same that, kind of and idea. they gave him a score. And actually, yeah, it looked sloppier. And yeah. that was a score. So you're like, oh. 
And so that's the problem is there's there's just too many examples of the refs kind of going back and forth. So it's either all one way or all not. And right. unfortunately, that hasn't been the case. And so that absolutely should have been a touchdown. Uh, they got screwed on that. And uh, when Bill was asked about it after the game, here's Bill <laughs> Belichick on the Hunter Henry no catch. Why don't you guys go to the officials with your pool reporter and ask them about the play and let them explain it to you? Right? Like, isn't that what you do? Thank you. Well, did you get a chance to ask him, Bill? You're on the sidelines screaming at him. Like, did they say anything to you? Like, well, we're here right now to talk to you. But yeah, he was uh, very fired up. Like, clearly, like, you can tell, like, he's always mad when they lose. But when he feels like they, like, let it slip away. and They lost it themselves. Yeah. And, like, and again, there was plays that went against them, obviously. Or Mm -hmm. uh, calls. I should say calls went against them. But. I think Bill really felt like they had that one, and what a difference too in this crowded AFC. Oh, seven, seven and four, four to six and five. Big you know. swing. What a what a big swing. Knowing that you have Buffalo coming up, uh, you know Cincinnati. We'll see what what shape they're in in a couple of weeks. Like, yeah, that was that's one that you're going to look back on, and Bill's going to say, "Man, that that NFC North." Right, the Packers game Packers. and the Vikings. Even though the Vikings are at the top of the standings and the Packers aren't, but just the way those games played out, you're like, yep. could have could have maybe stole both of those. Right now, well, they, so they went one and three against that division, and they beat Detroit. Who, by the way, right. ah, Dan Campbell. Yeah, and I know Mike Valenti and Boomer were talking about it in the previous hour before we hopped on for uh, football Sunday. But Dan Campbell was complicit in his own demise of some yeah. of the clock management at the end of the half. No, he was. And I was giving him so much credit for how aggressive he was because they, they scored. They were up 7 nothing, and then they were down 14-7. They had the ball in their own 35, and he went for it. And a lot of people would have mm-hmm. questioned that, but you're saying, well, if he punts it away, it's probably 21-7. And he picked up the first down. I think the team rallied around that, and they made it a hell of a game. They but, did. But, yeah, unfortunately, just not. They a, had him. They, they had did. A chance. They definitely they had him. I mean, yeah. Buffalo is not Buffalo. And no, they're we're not We're going to get into that. They are not scary. Well, you got Josh Allen dinged up, and uh, Von Miller has a knee injury. Now, depending Something. on depending on who you listen to, yeah. it could be a bad one, or it could yeah, just right. be a couple of weeks. And uh, we're going to get to that because that is the Thursday game coming up at Gillette, where the Patriots will take on the Bills on Thursday night. Uh, we got a lot to get to. Tom Kern will be with us at 11. Kyrie Thompson of WEEI.com will be uh, in at noon. We'll preview the games. We'll give you some picks. Um, I think we're at a crossroads for certain teams when we get to uh, who is under the microscope. I think there's a couple of coaches that need some wins today. Keep an eye on pack that. We'll get to the Patriots' defense against the Bills and you at six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Here is Ethan ready to trend. Crash and Keith weekdays ten to two. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi, that's Z-U-D-Y dot com, for your free trial. Your Patriots are off today as they get ready for their Thursday night football game against the Bills here at Gillette. We do have games for you all day long, though, here at 93.7 WEI. Be sure to stick around after the show for Bears versus Jets at 1. Then we have Rams versus Chiefs at 4. And then Sunday night football coverage starts at 7.30 p.m. for the Packers and Eagles. In college football, Boston College fell 32-23 to against Syracuse, while UMass fell to Army 44-7 to to end their respective 
five seasons. Celtics face the Washington Wizards this afternoon at the Garden. Tip-off for that is set for 6 p.m. And the Bruins are off until Tuesday when the Tampa Bay Lightning come to town. The Bruins are currently defending a 12-game home winning streak to start the season, a current NFL, uh, excuse me, NHL record. I'm Nathan Ristadulu, and that's what's trending here at WEI and WEI.com. Patriots will take on the Bills Thursday night. We'll start to look at the matchup next on WEI Football Sunday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. By the way, for those of you who partake, hopefully you enjoyed Survivor Series of the Garden last night. Oh, yeah. Big war games. That was uh, that was Fantastic something. Show. Yeah. Did you, you take go, it, did you go? I wanted to go no. so bad, but I did not. You looked like a good time over there. Uh, I, I wish did. I did. Yeah, I was uh, I was with you. I was predisposed and a little busy yesterday, but yeah, yeah. man, I would have loved to have uh, gone and checked that out. And they were in Providence the night before right, right, for right, right. Uh, uh, for SmackDown. I'll tell you, that's the sweet spot, though, for these wrestling pay-per-views. Five matches. You don't need to go crazy. You right. don't need to go deep into the sweet night. You do five matches, eight to like 11, eight to 11, 15. Boom, done. Next time Tony Khan is on, we'll have to tell him that. Yeah, Be I'll like, listen, you don't need five-hour yeah, pay-per-views. Knock it off with, these, with a million matches how do you guys like uh the pay-per-views being on saturday now uh i actually preferred sunday to be honest i like sunday a little bit more well, i got less going on it's the end it's the end of the weekend i could be like all right i'm gonna do my two three hours of wrestling saturday night's a little trickier but isn't this just an nfl thing like they're getting out of the know. way no, of... i think they've been doing this for a little over a year now. have they really because i you know like whenever they're on it's weird because you yeah. fire up peacock and then it's like okay if you watch it on sunday it's like when did it go down i, I don't know uh, so you know what i also don't like now this is a probably a me problem i'm guessing okay so with the peacock app if i so say the pay-per-view starts at eight and i go to peacock at like eight thirty. yep it doesn't give me the option to start at the beginning there's no yes it's very frustrating. Like when you have the WWE Network, you can be like, start live or, or at the beginning. I'm like, no, at the beginning, and then you can fast forward if you need to. But eh, I didn't like that. I'm with you. I hate that. I mean, and that's where the uh, cable companies have spoiled us. Yes. In that you can like hit pause. Like, right, say right, there's right. something you order, it's, oh, I got to get a sandwich, yes. right? Well, 10 minutes later, and it's like, uh, okay, I don't want to see this. Drives and you nuts. zip through it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very much with you. Don't on love that. that. Uh, but once again, wrestling part of the world right here, the Northeast. Oh, yeah. They packed the dunk. Good they show. packed the garden. Or sorry, they packed the amp. 
now. Damn. So stupid. It is kind of cool, though, when they name. would, and I know it's not for everybody, but when they would show certain shots in the ring and they would look up and then you would see all like the Celtics retired numbers. Oh, it's awesome. With like the wrestlers all mixed in. It was, it was pretty good. There's a good ton, of, there. ton of history over yeah. at the uh, Garden, obviously. It's well, the Macho Man won his first Intercontinental <laughs> title from Tito Santana. Not that garden. Not that garden no, necessarily, but a garden in yeah. Boston. Uh-huh. I, uh, we can uh, we can transfer at least that over. Coming to you live from the Best Yet Brand Studios here on WEEI Football Sunday. No Wiggy today. He will be back on the Greg Hill Show on Monday, where, by the way, it will be a normal Patriots Monday in terms of talking to coaches and players and yeah. things like that. Do you think but, Bill's still going to be steaming? Uh, or do they get a few days to sort of... Uh, digest the loss a little bit. I would say probably a good Thanksgiving sandwich yeah. might have brought him out of it a little bit. But and at that point, you are what just as close to the next game as you were the last game. It's kind of so thing? odd, isn't it? Yeah. The whole back to back Thursdays Weird. and uh, another prime. Get ready, four straight primetime games. Well, at least it's something. You know, yeah. like at least at least the Bills and the Patriots have a little bit of juice. No, they do. It isn't like Indianapolis yeah. and Cleveland on a Thursday well, night. Thank God the Patriots offense. Score too because otherwise we everybody would have been comparing them to Denver the first three weeks of the season oh, playing in prime God. time, but they looked like an actual uh, you know real NFL offense. Which uh, is great to see. So Patriots are going to host the Bills on Thursday, and I do think while there are the Patriots storylines, uh, it is worth it to dive into uh, what is going on with the Bills. Yeah. Uh, now, by the way, uh, Ken and Curtis yesterday had South Sports on. Oh yeah, I, I missed it. I, I missed it. He's just uh, he's just South Sportsing it up. I'll tell you, Buffalo can't be as confident as they were at the beginning of the no. season or even the last couple of seasons. It just doesn't look the same. And so, yeah, you, anybody would want to be eight and three. Eight and three is a good record, but that is not a dominant. Can't be stopped. Buffalo Bills team. They're not trending upward right now. They're just kind of hanging on for dear life. Right now, Von Miller is out. Now, I know that yesterday, or uh, the uh, football literati, let's call it, right? So our rap sheet and Schefter, they came out and were like, it's not an ACL tear, it's an injury and things like that. Then on Twitter yesterday, and again, Twitter is a wild west right now. Oh, yeah, you see everybody's coming back, too. Well, yeah, and my, Elon oh, that's, and my, so my kid goes, hey, Von Miller does have a torn ACL. And I'm like, wait a minute, yeah, you, you might want to check. check that. So apparently Von Miller, let's just go with this, he has a compromised knee. Yeah. The one thing we do know is that he is unlikely to play against New England. Yeah, at least their first matchup. And you'll take that break and you'll, you'll catch that break and take it every time. Yep. But if Von Miller is very much compromised, as much as Josh Allen has been able to kind of play through his injury, the championship piece and the guy that was supposed to put the Bills over the top was Von Miller to come in and be the closer. And... They can say he doesn't have a torn ACL or MCL or whatever. If he's got a bulky knee and that thing is bothering him, he is not going to be as effective as forget just you know being no. the closer, just rushing the quarterback. He's not going to be as yeah because he was supposed to be one of the big differences from last year's team mm-hmm. or two years ago where they were good, right? Conference championship two years ago, divisional round last year, and they're like, all right, how are you going to push him over the top? Uh, they have 30 sacks as a team. Von Miller has eight of them. Mm. So, I mean, that's a big percentage of it. Plus, you got to wonder how many of the other ones came because of Rush how from many pressures Von Miller does he and the have pressures and, and QB yep. hits and, and all that stuff. So, that would be a big loss. Josh Allen, now, yeah, depending on who you talk to, it seems like they think there's more of an issue with the elbow injury or not, right? Like, some are like, oh, he's still throwing fine. Others will say, oh, there's a little bit less velocity. All I know is some of his decision making isn't very good this year. Like, the number of turnovers he has. Like, he's still 
an elite quarterback, right? Like he is still their offense. He's their best running back. He could still uh, throw it down the field. You nailed it. Yeah. He's their offense. He is. It's him. It's him and Diggs, basically. Right. Like that is that is their offense. Uh, but he's throwing so many picks. Like the guy's leading the league in picks, and he threw another red zone interception against the Lions. And again, Detroit probably should have won that game. I, I know they didn't, but they were right there in it. They didn't. They didn't make Detroit look like Detroit at all. And so. They look beatable. Like right now, they do not look like that team that is just going to be anointed the AFC champions. Is there something too about Sean McDermott in the close game yeah. where you're like, yeah, for sure. You know what? That guy could still find a way to kind of screw it up a little bit. Uh, yeah, I do wonder about uh, McDermott's role in all of this. the The problem in evaluating Josh Allen is he'll make the bad decision and then tie to twenty five. First throw is 35 yards right over the middle of the field on a seed. Yeah, yeah. Where Allen, or excuse me, where uh, Diggs catches it. And the first thing Diggs does is call timeout. Like, yeah. I thought that was brilliant. Uh-huh. In the, okay, you're taking, you're making sure that you guys are going to manage this game correctly. Mm-hmm. But that throw from Allen, I mean, now maybe, maybe he's like grimacing as he rips that throw. But that thing was a 95 mile an hour fastball yeah, for 35 it, yards. Yeah. And that's the problem in, because it's like, well, if he can make that throw, then why can't he make other ones? But you just don't know what's going on inside right. his head or his elbow. No. And again, uh, 11 interceptions so far this year. He's lost a couple of fumbles. So it just seems like you might be able to get the ball back. Like, even if the Patriots defense isn't, you know, as, as good as it looks against uh, Detroit and Chicago and, right. and New York. It's still not a bad defense, and you got to figure like, can they come up? With, can they turn over Josh Allen a little bit? Can they now again? The last two times they faced the Bills, they didn't seem to have a lot of answers. Right. So it's a matter of all right, how different is that going to be? And can Bill go back to like there were years where he'd be able to take DeAndre Hopkins out, right? Like DeAndre Hopkins was the only guy the Texans would throw to, and they would find ways to slow him down. Like, can you do that to Diggs? And if so, where else do they turn? Right? Is it going to be Gabe Davis? Is it Isaiah McKenzie? Like some of those guys have had big game. Gabe Davis had a monster game against the Patriots, so maybe it will be. But I'd rather take my chances with that than just Allen drops back, finds Diggs, huge gain over the middle, huge gain de- right. deep down the field, or touchdown. And dealing with Allen's ability to run, yeah, that's is scary because probably going to be the toughest thing that the Patriots are going to have to deal with. For me, it's not the the out of structure runs; it's the runs that they call. Yeah, and and there was even one in the uh, Detroit game that I think it ended up setting up the field goal uh, yeah. for the game winner, where it was basically quarterback lead, and he's just following the running back up in the hole, and mm-hmm. it's the stuff that you were doing. Like I had Army UMass yesterday; I got a healthy dose of triple option. Oh, sure, that's what it looked yeah. like. It looked like triple option, except the quarterback ended up keeping well, it. Well, and his touchdown run too. I don't even know if anybody touched him. You know, just sort of up the middle. I feel mm-hmm. like that could be something after watching Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson have success against the Patriots. Obviously, Allen's style's different, but still, that was a blind spot for this Patriots defense. Well, isn't that why you went out and got a guy like Mac Wilson? Because even, in, and we've seen it in some of the other games as well, where he's kind of the guy over the middle that is supposed to be the spy. Yeah. Because he's that guy who's got, you know, a little bit of weight to him, but also he can turn and run. Oh, he's faster than the guys they had last year. There's no doubt. And that's what, so there is the pride effing with you as a part of this game, Mm. by the way, which is, 
Um, the Patriots did not get him off the field. So how many Patriot defenders are sitting there being like, you know what? Mm-hmm. We weren't as bad as we've been the last two games against these guys. Right. And it's time for us to go show it. Because I do think that in terms of some of the moves that Bill, some of those smaller moves, yeah. the faster linebackers, go get your Brill Peppers, guys like that. This is the game that you have those guys for. Because, yeah, right. again, it's Allen, yeah, there's the plays within structure, but it's really him running around as the pocket kind of breaks down, and you didn't have enough speed on the field to be able to deal with the cat the last time. Mm-hmm. So this time out, it is supposed to be different, but it does feel like the Bills are ripe. I mean, are they even the best team in the division right now? I like the Dolphins. I kind of like the Dolphins. And the Dolphins today they got, have uh, the they Texans, got a layup today. Oh, Texans, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. They got the Texans today. So that would be a layup. Oh, and it's in Miami as well. Yeah, yeah that, that might, that's going to blow doors. Layup. And then if they're 8-3, and three, they already beat them head-to-head, they'd be in first place again, right? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. That is correct. So, so I mean, I like it's Miami. a big swing game Thursday night, yeah. not only for New England, but maybe more importantly for Buffalo. You could argue that for as much as the Patriots – need a win against the Bills to be able to keep pace in the AFC. In terms of the Bills trying to get to the Super Bowl, which was their thing at the beginning of the year, right? they lose to New England on Thursday. You can pretty much flush the division down the toilet for them. Yeah, and that's, I mean, you would think how important the one first-round bye would be, mm-hmm. and they had the tiebreaker in Kansas City. So you're like, all right, they're in a pretty good spot there. As long as they have the same record as Kansas City, they'll have it. And now you're like, well, they're probably going to be behind them. They may not win the division. So then that also changes things. So now you're opening up on the road. And so do they have to go to Baltimore for the first round? Do they have to right. go to Tennessee for the first round? Like, whatever it is, all of a sudden it's not Hell, a gimme. might they have to go to Miami in the they, first well, round? They could, you know? right. Good point. They because could. they could end up being, a, 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 depending on where Miami finishes, uh, I mean, right now I think one would argue that given the Dolphins' schedule, if you compare it to what the Ravens and the Titans are going to have to deal with, Miami, in theory, could end up being the two seed. Yeah. I'll as high as. And uh, it's really, it's going to come... If they win the division, it's going to be based on just those games because they have so many of them left. They have two with New England. They have one with New York, one with Miami. Still left for Buffalo. Wow. So they'll either win or lose it on their own. Their other two games are Chicago and Cincinnati. So who knows what uh, Justin Fields – I know he's out today, but who knows what he'll be. That That's a Christmas Eve game. And then at Cincinnati is going to be a pretty – I'm telling you, Cincinnati has some big swing games between the Patriots and the Bills coming up. They do, and uh, defensively, they're not as good as they once were. It looks like, by the way, Jamar Chase is going to try to give it a go no, today. He's oh, he's out. Yeah, okay, he's out. good, good, yeah, good. Yeah, he and they, Joe Mixon are both they out. They needed to sit him out, quite honestly. Yeah, he's trending in the right direction, it sounds right. like. But, yeah, Jamar Chase out once again, and uh, Mixon. I, I guess they were hoping that he was going to clear concussion protocol, but he's out as well, so... Well, they got Samaje Piran, yeah, who Piran. had three touchdown catches against yeah. Pittsburgh. So it's not like that uh, position is barren. 617-779-7937. We will unpack the games of week 12 in the NFL. As weird as it is, as it is with three of them uh, in the books. By the way, while we have a chance here to kind of circle back to Thanksgiving Day, mm-hmm. we were talking about the Bills and the Lions. Cowboys beat the Giants. Giants had a couple of spots where it's like, boy, if they had X at quarterback, if they had a different quarterback, yeah. might things had been different. Yeah, I think Dayball can only do so much. I, I thought that game was going to be closer than it was. I really did. And then, uh, you know. I thought Daniel Jones kind of let the Giants down a little bit during mm-hmm. that game. But the Cowboys are now 8-3. and three. 
They're riding high. They beat the Giants twenty eight twenty, and now there's all the talk of Odell Beckham Jr. potentially going there. Well, and if you're Odell, and I know he's got the connections to the Giants, but I mean that's a pretty good example right there of like, all right, which team do you want to go play for? And it was like last year. All due respect to Mac Jones, but if he's picking between these other quarterbacks and mm-hmm. these other passing offenses, you can see why he joined up with Matt Stafford and the Rams and what they were doing. And the same thing here. If you could go play with Daniel Jones or Dak Prescott or even just the Giants offense or the Cowboys offense, like, yeah, you go go play for the Cowboys. Like It seems like for, if he wants to play multiple playoff games, it feels like you have a better chance doing it there. Yet it's odd because he might pick a team that might not win their division, that might mm. have to play the extra game. And I know there are a lot of people who think, well, if they get Odell, then, you know, the, the Cowboys can end up just – Winning the winning the division. They well, don't do. you think for him, like he would play how many regular season games max? Like five, I give or take. Oh, I saw he was at the Heat game. I think it was <laughs> last okay. night, sure. and they put up a graphic that said forty career NFL games. Wait, what? I, I, I swear to God, Odell Beckham played forty games. Now that's the graphic that they put up. Now again, I don't know. Maybe it was a bum graphic. I don't think that is like I know the guy's been hurt. Yeah, no, he's played ninety six. All right, I was gonna say it's like <laughs> what? So I don't know if they were ribbing him or what was going. Like I oh, saw him. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I was gonna say I'm like what? I'm like I know he's missed some games, but I was gonna no, he's say he's played almost a hundred. All right, that felt light. I would. He's probably normally good for a ten to twelve game regular season on whole. On whole, but I'm saying this year, depending on how many. Even if he signs today, like I don't know if he's ready to go next week, and All so right. that's already week twelve, thirteen. So does he? Maybe he plays five games, and then for him, like yeah, it's great to win another Super Bowl. But for him, I think it's just put up a couple of big numbers, even if it's a wild card loss. But he looks great. Some team will will sign him to like a three. Well, deal. I think that he's looking for a multi year supposedly, mm, and you know, tough. would Dallas? Right? Would Dallas be the crazy team that would give it to him? But here's the next three for Dallas. I just brought up their schedule. They're home against Indy. They're home against the Texans. And then they're in Jacksonville. Oh, he could have 300-yard games. Well, <laughs> that's scores. the thing is that <laughs> yeah. do you incrementally worry? It, it, yeah, let's yeah. say he goes there. Do you play him a little bit against Houston, a little bit against Jacksonville? Because the final three games for the Cowboys are against the Eagles on Christmas Eve and then at Tennessee and then at Washington. Ooh. And, is that Eagles game a primetime game? Uh, yeah, it, it's a 425 on Christmas oh. Eve. Oh, okay. But they play the next one at Tennessee on December 29th, so they got a short week mm. coming up after that. But to your point, yeah. if you sign Odell, you get him in for a week, maybe you play him on December 11th a little bit against Houston, and then you kind of go from there. You're right. It's probably mm. five. And then because if you play him for two games – then he's ready for the Philly game, which is the one you need. If you're going to yeah, win yeah. the division, that's the one right. uh, for the Cowboys that you definitely got to go get. Yeah, but I think, I mean, based on what he did last year, I know it's another injury he's coming off of, but when he showed up there with the Rams, he was pretty good. And before he got hurt in the Super Bowl, he was killing it in that game too. Well, that's so. the thing is that you know that you're going to get a guy, and you're going to get guys highly motivated to go out there and try to yeah. put up some numbers and things like that. Uh, oh boy, as we're heading towards the end of the regular season, that means we're heading towards the end of the fantasy regular season. We'll touch on the uh, latest in fantasy football next on WEI Football Sunday. Got to give uh, ESPN a little credit here, and normally we are uh, loath to do that. 
They're doing a bit on the barefoot kickers of uh, NFL lore. <laughs> I mean, slow day, I guess. Well, and and I Sons said to barefoot kickers. Well, I said to Keith, I said, you know, uh, is that an equipment violation now? It might be. Is there a more selfish act than being the barefoot kicker? Has there ever been more look at me moment of any athlete than the barefoot kicker? I'll tell you though. But if you nail it, right? Doesn't isn't that really all that matters? Is oh the, yeah, just kick the ball through the uh, through the goalposts is really the idea. But what an odd thing. They're, 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 uh, I can't kick with a shoe on. They're doing a thing on, I think this it was, guy, was Jeff it? Wilkins. He's all taped up. See, Who, that feels like it's more of an advantage. Oh, because you, you can load up ankle. that tape. <laughs> it's, a, it's a loaded tape. It's like tape. a tape fist match. Yeah. Who Look, knows now, what they oh, can now put they're in showing there. the... Uh, that how he uh, how detailed how, it is to tape that thing. I that is probably more of an advantage. That's more padding than just like a cleat. Unfortunately, there are so many people listening right now who are under the age of like thirty five yeah. who are like, wait, there were barefoot yeah. kickers there in the a NFL. Couple of idiots out there that were running around <laughs> kicking barefoot. That's true. Oh man, hey, kickers are people too. Nineteen eighty three MVP was a kicker. Yeah, well, it was a lockout. <laughs> What are you saying? Are, that, you going sham, yeah. are you doing sham MVP it like was. the uh, sham title for was, uh, LeBron? Yeah, he and LeBron can hold that up together. The Mickey Mouse title? Yeah. No, that was a crap MVP. Count. I think that was a message to the uh, to the players. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a couple of things to get to from a fantasy standpoint. For those of you who have been waiting, you are now one week away from Deshaun Watson being able to be your starting quarterback. Uh, according to Adam Schefter, Watson has complied with the terms of his suspension. He will officially be eligible on Monday to play the first game of the season next weekend against his former team, the Texans. I mean, again... Another example of the NFL being the best soap opera in the world, right? Like of all the teams for him to face, boom! First game back, Houston Texans. Now, when he played in the preseason, he didn't look great, and he hasn't played in two years. It's it's going to so, be some growing pain. That's what I wonder. And like for fantasy football purposes, I know a lot of people have sort of stashed him. He's probably sitting on the bench. But, That'd be me. <laughs> and I guess depending on what your other option is, like I might want to see him first. Now I know it's the best matchup possible, right? But I don't know. The guy's going to knock some rust off. That could be some interceptions. That That's could what it feels some, like. Yeah. He'll throw three interceptions, yeah. but he'll throw three four touchdowns. touchdowns yeah, right. Yep. And then he'll run in for another one. I and, think, yeah, if you need like the big, like the boom, you're, you're, you're going for, you if you're know, looking for Hail 300 Mary, then, and a couple yeah. of tutties yeah. and don't worry about the, uh, the interceptions. Maybe I would think yeah. you'd be okay. Uh, the LA Rams are uncertain if Matt Stafford ends up returning this season. I think he's, yeah, he's out today. They're playing the Chiefs, which, by the way, was one game probably when the schedule came out. It's like, oh, circle this one, week 12, Rams, Chiefs. Well, the Rams, unfortunately, have not lived up to that. They have a million injuries. Obviously, Cooper Cup is on the shelf. Allen Robinson's questionable, although I think he's trending towards not playing. Allen Robinson, I think they've already ruled him out. So, I mean, that is... That is a mess. Kansas City is only a 15-and-a-half-point favorite. I know. And no Clyde edwards Elair for Kansas City, although I don't think that's going to matter much. Man, that yeah. is pretty ugly. Uh, according to Adam Schefter, Josh Jacobs is uh, questionable, is likely to play, barring any setbacks during his uh, pregame warm-up. And again, are the Raiders a winning team? No. no. But it's if a big they, game for the Seahawks, though. If they hand the ball to Jacobs, he's yeah. capable of getting 100. No, and they've... Their offense at times has looked pretty good. And, you know, Devontae Adams is still putting up 
elite numbers. Like yep. he, he himself is doing a great job. And uh, Josh Jacobs is closing in on a thousand yard season. And yet that team is three and seven and they're only keeping Josh McDaniels because they don't have any money. Because the coach is broke. I mean, <laughs> yeah, because the, the owner's yeah, broke. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam Schefter, as of 12 hours ago, had Justin Fields listed as questionable for Sunday, is not expected to play against mm. the Jets. Bears are expected to start. Trevor Simeon. Yeah, so this is going to be a Trevor Simeon versus Mike White game. What world are we living in right it's now? It's crazy, but with a win... Was this the Cotton Bowl? But if <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> if the Jets win, which again they're seven point favorites at home, and with no Justin Fields, it feels like the Bears puncher's chance is kind of out. But you know, whatever. The Jets aren't perfect. Well, the Jets are the Jets. The Jets are still the Jets. But with a win, they'd be seven and four and back ahead of the Patriots in yep. the standings. So kind of rooting for the Bears today. If you're oh, hundred percent, you're rooting yeah. for the Bears. Uh, the Cardinals have officially activated uh, Marquise Brown from IR. But they put uh, Zach Ertz on yeah. IR. Looks like he is going to be uh, done for the year. Worst there. season, Cardinals or Rams? Oh. Probably Rams, well, right? Like, they were better than the Cardinals last year. But both were playoff teams, and both both are t- it's terrible this well, year. Well, here's the thing with the Cardinals is that, I like, I know that Hopkins was suspended. True. And uh, Ertz Kyler got Murray hurt. Missed a game, I think. Kyler Murray has missed a game yeah. or two. But I feel like the Rams have been ravaged with injury, Hmm. and their roster is so top-heavy. Like, again, that's the risk-reward of building it the way the Rams did. If all your top guys stay upright, you got a chance to do great things. If a couple of them go down, you have no depth. Yet, I would still say the Cardinals, because they've had had Kyler Murray out there, and... The head coach got a contract extension, and he has not graced himself in glory the last three weeks. Uh, no, they and both, one of his coaches was yeah. apparently going all hands across America yeah, and Mexico. Knock it off. The uh, yeah, they're both bad this year, but at least you know you're like you, you have confidence in Sean McVay to turn it around. Where Cliff Kingsbury, you're like, eh, I don't really know. Well, we'll see with the, the Rams. I wonder if they're going to turn into uh, yeah. We'll see. They, they wonder if they're going to uh, flee the ship. At some point. Uh, and then in that Cardinals-Chargers game, no Mike Williams, who, again, this poor guy, it seems well, like he's been hurt all season. Those he's wide a mess. receivers There's out a there are just fragile. a mess. Yep. Uh, the Buccaneers have ruled out Leonard Fournette for uh, their mm-hmm. game today against the Browns, but they did activate Gio Bernard. And I heard... Yeah, he's very similar. He's very similar to James White. That's a comp of James White. It is yep. something. And, of course, we had some uh, pretty big... Uh, college football games yesterday as well, which was just a ton of fun to be mm-hmm. able to uh, watch. So, again, among the players already ruled out. On oh, the big one, too, for the Bengals, uh, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase. So, there Mixon go. got a concussion last week. They were hoping he was going to play, but he's out. So, Samaj P. Ryan is going to be the lead back today. And then Chase, what is this, his fourth or fifth game he's going to miss? Chase he, Young, yeah. Uh, no, Jamar Chase. I oh, mean. Jamar was, Chase, Yeah, sorry. Chase Young's also still out. But yep. Jamar Chase was... Limited at practice this week, but there was certainly no guarantee. He's already been ruled out. So uh, another week where T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd will be the top options. And that's still going to be a pretty good game, though. Cincinnati and Tennessee. Uh, it's a huge yeah, game a in the AFC. Uh, maybe not so much for Tennessee because they would still be able to win their division. Yeah. But in terms of seeding. Yeah. And, if, and again, if things break the right way, Tennessee could be a 
player. They were the number one seed last year. They could be in the mix again for it this year. Yeah, very much so because Buffalo is definitely sliding. It's among the things that we will talk about with our friend Tom E. Curran of NBC Sports Boston. But this portion of WEI Football Sunday brought to you by the VA New England Healthcare System. Are you a veteran? VA New England Healthcare provides state-of-the-art healthcare benefits to those who served our country. Call 844-VA-CARES. Learn more about the benefits you earned and deserve. Call 844-VA-CARES. Tommy Curran kicks off Hour 2 of WEI Football Sunday next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.